Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiaka, bringing together today's leading experts to uncover ever-deepening spiritual truths and the latest scientific developments in support of the evolution of humankind. For more information on Mission Evolution Radio with Gwilda Wiaka, visit www.missionevolution.org. And now, here's the host of Mission Evolution, Miss Gwilda Wiaka. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show, where we share innovative thoughts and explore deepening truth in the support of the path to unity and enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be looking at restoration, regeneration, evolution. The concept of spiritual evolution is all well and good, but it's becoming apparent that if we try to evolve before we restore and regenerate, our process will not have a good foundation and is destined to failure. So what needs restoring and regenerating, one might ask? More to the point, what does not need restoring and regenerating? From our attitudes of entitlement to the deplorable state of the global ecology, within and without, we have a lot of work to do. In order to channel and maintain the rapidly rising ambient frequency, we need to return ourselves and the environment to a more natural state, one that supports life. With us this hour to discuss restoration and regeneration in many arenas, is Ryland Engelhardt. Ryland is the Mission Fulfillment Officer and co-owner of Cafe Gratitude and Gracias Madre. He's a co-founder of Kiss the Ground, a nonprofit that educates and advocates about the connection between soil, human, and planetary health. He's also a co-author of the award-winning transformational documentary film, May I Be Frank. He's an entrepreneur and activist using his restaurants as a platform to inspire more gratitude into our culture, he speaks on sacred com- commerce, tools for building community, and regeneration. His website, kissetheground.com. Rylan, thanks for joining us on Mission Evolution. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thanks for the introduction. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to have you here. <laughs> There's a lot of distortion and need of regeneration out there. So let's start at ground level, dirt. What's the connection between soil, human, and planetary health? Uh, the connection between soil, human, and planetary health is that we are 
living beings uh, that require clean air, clean water, clean food. And um, that all has to do with soil and ecology and the way that uh, our whole beautiful ecological system works. And um, if we don't uh, take care of our soil, then uh, we don't have good food. Uh, and as a restaurateur and as someone who's very passionate about uh, our planet and um, the health of our planet, when I learned that uh, soil really is the basis for all life, and we've all heard the term that we are what we eat, or many of us have heard that term, but what I've started to really understand is that we are not what we eat, we're actually what our soil eats, and or you know what our food eats, and our food eats uh, or is fed through um, the health of our soil or the lack thereof. Well, you know, we're, we're losing topsoil faster than nature can replace it. Uh, so there's the beginning of a problem. Is there any way to turn this around? Uh, yes. There's um, a beautiful um, body of research, science, and pioneering farmers that are seeing that we, we can actually break the 10,000-year paradigm, um, which is approximately when they say agriculture began, uh, that human interaction with nature actually degrades and destroys it. And well, it doesn't really have to, does it? No, that's, that's, that, that's, the, that's the shift that's necessary, and that's the shift that's necessary through understanding that we are part and parcel of the living system of nature, of soil ecology, of the greater um, landscape of our planet. And that there is a, a beautiful, uh, a beautiful video that was shown that really articulated this well, which was called "How Wolves Change Rivers," and it showed how the reintroduction of wolves into the Yellowstone National Park creates what they call a trophic cascade, meaning that when one um, keystone species in the ecosystem is um, uh, behaving in its right order in relationship to the rest of the ecosystem, the rest of the ecosystem uh, has this expanding abundance of life that continues to grow uh, and proliferate. So and then it would stand to reason that if one species is acting out of the order, uh, that things go downhill fast. You know, it would appear that our mass-producing food, <laughs> we've kind of painted ourselves into a corner. We grow more food, but it's becoming an empty harvest. How'd that happen? Um, that happened through, uh, well, uh, 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 let's see, how did that happen? That happened through, um, trying to make mm, nature or our relationship to nature and the process of agriculture, uh, a more mechanical system and, uh, mechanized instead of understanding holism and uh, how the whole system works. So in specific, we, we stopped relating to the soil as this living system that has plants and food grow and just looked at um, what are the primary uh, source inputs that are needed for plants to grow 
and that's nitrogen, potassium, and phosphorus. And then we figure out it. We figured out ways to um, mass produce synthetically um, these three mineral um, components. And in turn, we just started feeding plants, force feeding plants through these uh, mineral components and not having those plants actually uh, use the soil to give them life. So uh, it sounds like it's like everything else we do right now. We take without giving back. We take without gratitude. We take without giving back. And then we manipulate to continue taking. Yes, that, that, this, is, this, is, this is correct. It's... Um, you know, one one could say the source of it would be uh, uh, greed, um, and yeah, the 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 fact that we can um, continuously uh, extract our our agriculture at this point is an extractive agriculture, a destructive agriculture, and yes, they say we have um, forty to sixty harvests left. Um, uh, on all of our agricultural land uh, before um, those soils will no longer produce food. Who, where'd that figure come from? Uh, that comes from uh, the United Nations. Uh, it's about a six-year-old six quote, but yeah, it's a six-year-old quote from the United Nations. What's the impact of this depletion of minerals and nutrients? I mean, we're just putting back a, a portion of what's really required. I don't think we really know what all's required. So because we're not composting, doing, doing those lovely things, what's the impact of the de depreciation of minerals and nutrients in the food having on our health? Uh, well, yeah, the, the whole system, including our bodies, including the body of the earth, the land, the soil, uh, our plants, Everything is just getting um, weakened. The immune system, uh, you know, there's just much more uh, disease, pests, um, lack of health, and you know, we're, we're we're just continuously. It's 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 like the whole system is being run on um, drugs or pharmaceuticals. Like at the the current state of agriculture. The, the good uh, parallel is um, a drug addict. We've, we, we've given the land, our agricultural land, um, you know, these really amazing uppers. And, you know, it, it, they produced a lot of food and they were really um, energized and, like, it was, it was happening for a while. But ultimately, after some time, the, um, the body, the immune system, the overall system starts to degrade and then one has to take another drug to solve this thing and another drug to solve this thing and another chemical to solve this thing and another pesticide another herbicide another um so it just becomes we're just propping up the system artificially and ultimately um it creates a carnage in um in that path on you know our on our larger ecosystems on our bodies of water on our groundwater, on our quality of air, um, also in the you know the ecosystem of our of our guts, in you know our overall bodies, the fact that uh, much of mother's milk um, contains glyphosate, the most used, wide used farming chemical that we use on most of our conventional crops. So 
uh, and that this is found in our drinking water and, you know, in, in uh, large amounts or, in, you know, in, in small amounts, but large enough amounts that have, uh, you know, a very impacting effect on our health. So it starts, it starts with the soil and ends up uh, throwing everything out of balance. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, my, my, my kind of coming to this message and mission uh, happened about... It's time for a commercial break. Ryland and I will return shortly and discuss soil and how it impacts everything around us. So don't you go away. You're listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show, coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the Exxon is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like exxon sci-fi and horror we are worldwide no other provider offers that 500 built-in video games 
No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. To stay abreast of all the wonderful information and tools we have to offer, visit our website, missionevolution.org. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka, and our guest this hour is Ryland Englehart. His website, kisstheground.com. Ryland, we were discussing how um, when we thought we had a better idea and started manipulating the soil to push it to produce more, we've actually stripped it of everything, and now that's cascading all the way up to all sorts of problems. What all are we seeing going on as a result of that? Um, yeah, we're, we're seeing massive dead zones in our oceans where agricultural runoff is running into, um, yeah, running into our wa- bodies of water. Um, we're seeing, as I shared earlier, uh, more and more um, new diseases um, that uh, lots of lots of research is pointing to um, that those diseases and those um, degenerative health um Symptoms that are happening in our children, in our in, in our adults, uh, is a byproduct of you know a toxic environment. And we, you know, food is the thing that we put in our mouths at least three times a day, hopefully, and um, it's our most intimate relationship to nature, in that it's nature going inside of us and and sustaining our nature. And, you know, inputs equal outputs. So if we're putting uh, food that has toxic, uh, toxic chemicals, pesticides, herbicides, um, uh, pharmaceuticals uh, in our body, then uh, our body becomes a sponge. And um, as much as our body is designed to eliminate and rid itself of these toxic chemicals, or, or, or environmental chemicals, um, you know, we just continue to stack those chemicals on to our food system and other systems, but specifically our food system, and in turn, our bodies, um, you know, are dealing with chronic stresses, and in turn, start to break down and um, degenerate. And so, that- so our water, air, and food makes us sick. And then we treat illness with more chemicals in the form of pharmaceuticals. Isn't that kind of like fighting fire with fire? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, I'm by no means am I someone who doesn't appreciate Western medicine because I do. Uh, I think that there's a beautiful place for how man and we've, you know, science, we've created amazing abilities to save life. Um, but what I see is the challenge is that 
when you have a business based on um, treating people's symptoms and um, you know business wants a, a, a repeat customer and if our medicine wants a repeat customer uh, that's a, a challenging thing because there's a conflict of interest where it's not actually wanting to get us truly well and heal us it's wanting us to continuously um, need the next fix or the next dose of medicine that can um, soothe the symptom but not necessarily heal the root of the problem. And so so is, there, is there some studies done or some proof that um, medicine is impacted by being a visus? Is, is, say it again. Is there... Is there is, is there there's some studies done or proof that uh, medicine is impacted by being biz, big business rather than being driven by the health and well-being of the people? Uh, I, I don't specifically have any um, documentation that I that I quote, but I think it's pretty so evident. It's, it's and, just an assumption. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's an assumption and observation um, of just looking at uh, our, how, how we treat health and that uh, we, we mostly don't want people, our, our, our medicine mostly doesn't just get people well to where they don't actually need to come back and see a doctor. It's, it's mostly medicating symptoms and not looking at the root of, and this is what the whole functional medicine, um, you know, uh, kind of movement and people understanding food is medicine and that we want to get the overall system healthy so we don't actually need medicine. Well, I, I actually see a lot of uh, Western medical practitioners, you know, traditional people, really moving in that direction. And my experience has been is the docs really do care, and um, uh, but they're working against the environment that's so polluted, they're just trying to stopgap people's health. Yes. No, I mean, I, I, I think, I think doctor, mostly doctors... Um, do I mean they're in the they're in the business they're in the the field of wanting to help people and serve people and save people I, yeah I don't I don't think that it's uh, on doctors I think they're they're working for um, yeah I think there's a, a web of influence that stems from um, pharmaceutical big business that wants those products to continue to be um, administered as the um, temporary solution for people. Well, same thing can be said of all the chemicals we put into the soil. Do all of the artificial things we ingest impact our overall frequency? Um, frequency, you know, is a, a, a there's a lot of interpretation of what frequency means. Um, but I would say my understanding, Absolutely. I think we're, um, if we're operating at a high frequency, meaning we're present and we're alert and aware, um, we have the opportunity to um, really see that our, our life is about being present and being kind and compassionate and loving, and that uh, when we're numbed down or we're you know inundated with substance 
then that will dull and uh, bring us down to a lower frequency um, where we just kind of will walk through life um, being mundane, expecting the mundane, and, and not knowing that there's something, uh, some greater potential for ourselves and our lives. You know, I see a lot of, particularly in the New Age factions, a lot of pointing the finger at Big Pharma, pointing the finger at the chemical companies, pointing the finger, but basically as individuals. Isn't it our individual choices that's making this happen? Absolutely. That's, that's, the, that's the empowered and responsible view on this. Yeah, that, you know, our, our, our president, our, our, uh, our, you know, our, our business, our, how we handle garbage, uh, our, yeah, everything is a reflection of our collective results or our, our, no, our collective actions or behaviors. And right. So it's not like these people were those hapless victims and big pharma or the chemical country companies are tricking us into uh, being complacent. It's our choices that are doing that. That's uh, that is that is true and uh, absolutely yeah I, I think where where it's challenging is um, we start to glean there's a new possibility of a new choice to make and yet because the uh, there's been so many collective actions that have said this is normal it's it, it feels like swimming upstream to start making new choices that aren't in lockstep with the societal norm. Well, if we're bogged down physically with chemicals and pollutants, and uh, aren't we devolving rather than evolving? Um, that would be that would be my assumption. That would be my thought. Yeah. So it, it looks like a vicious cycle. We aren't making our own choices. Uh, we aren't reading what's in in food, um, and it looks like a vicious cycle. How do we break out of it? Um, well, I can only speak for my myself and what I've seen in my little bubble reality existence um and that is that uh i've seen over the last 15 years uh a, a huge awakening around uh our health is correlate with food and even though that sounds very basic um it it's not on some level it's not that basic um because a lot of people don't think, you know, they think their body is going to be healthy and then they go see the doctor and they'll tell them what they need to do to stay, continue to stay healthy and eat whatever they want. Um, and not understanding that uh, the fuel that we put in our bodies actually creates uh, or is one of the primary factors that creates uh, the health and well-being of our body. So I, I, I've had the opportunity of, as a family, started Cafe Gratitude, a plant-based restaurant in California uh, 13, almost 14 years ago. And I've gotten to see things as, at the time, were very, very obscure. No one had ever heard of uh, kale as a food to eat. Uh, it was only something that was on the Ponderosa uh, salad bar between the plastic bowls of Jell-O. Uh, garnishing the, 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 uh. well it's time for another short pause okay right Ry Ryland and I will return to our discussion on the other side of this break 
You folks stay right there. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show. We're coming to you on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. 
Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. At amen.com. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show bringing leading-edge information supporting the path to enlightenment. Don't miss all the wonderful things we have to offer on our website, missionevolution.org. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. We're speaking with Ryland Englehart. His website, kissthedrowned.com. Ryland, you know, we've gotten ourselves in quite a pickle because we've pushed the soil to produce more and more and more. There's more and more, more of us on the planet. But going back to pre-industrial area, era is obviously not possible. There's too many of us now. So what are our other options? Uh, well, that's really what my life has become about. And uh, sharing the story and um, possibility of going beyond sustainability, which is just slowly degrading and sustaining what we have and our ability to regenerate resources and regenerate our soil. And you know, at a very simple level, um, working um, in the agricultural context, having uh, farming and ranching practices that can actually um, take bare ground um, or unfertile soil and through um, a, a concert of different practices such as um, cover cropping, uh, no till, not tilling the soil, not opening up the soil year after year. Um, Do you mind, mind going backwards? What's cover cropping? Would you mind describing what that is? Sure, yeah. Cover cropping is um, if we drive down the freeway in our agricultural states uh, and areas, we look and we'll see if there's not a corn or soy or some crop growing, the ground is tilled, uh, meaning it was plowed and then just left barren until the next year when we start a new crop. Oh, and so uh, then it's vulnerable to the wind and all that stuff. That's right. So one mm -hmm. of the, the, the most destructive things that we do in modern agriculture 
is we till the soil. And that's just become so common that we can't even think of an agriculture where we don't do that. But, well, no, yeah. I understand if you do the cover cropping, then you can till that in and it actually starts to rebuild the soil? Um, that, that, is, that is one, one approach. Um, there's actually a lot of um, farming and ranching that's happening now where there's um, low to no tilling at all. Like you don't even want to till in the cover crops. Um, you actually can um, just cut, those, um, cut the cash crop off and then plant right into the sod of that last crop the new um, the new seed or a new cover crop, um, and meaning and every time you plant a cover crop, uh, you'll use a diverse um, species of seeds, and each seed, each plant that grows in that cover crop uh, adds uh, a unique benefit, uh, a unique um, exudate, uh, a carbon sugar. Um, a, uh, some nitrogen, some different minerals into that soil. So when you're using a, a complex or a, a mix of maybe seven or 12 or 15 different uh, plant species in a cover crop, you're feeding that soil what it would take uh, a conventional farmer that just grows one crop. You know, you're, you can feed that soil what you'd feed it in 17 years. Um, if you have 17 different species of plants, you can feed that soil in one year um, what it would take 17 years of a conventional one monocrop system to uh, so, give back to the soil. So basically so, these cover crops are crops. They're also things that you sell and the people eat, but you're rotating them so that they re refurbish each other? Uh, well, no, mostly mo you, you can uh, use some cover crops and produce food from those. Um, but the main way people are using cover crops at this time is, you know, you have a season where you're growing a cash crop and then you have a, a dormant season where you're not growing. So you're, you're making sure that you always have roots in the ground and plants on the surface of the soil. So that that's and then, so then do you just plant your regular crop within the, uh, dead or cut off cover crop? That's right. You can you, you, you exactly. You're, you either you run cattle. Um, uh, you have cows, and you basically will feed those cows those cover crops, and then they'll poop and pee into that soil system and rebuild that fertility. And then the next year, when you plant your cash crop into that soil, you've been able to store a bunch of good nutrients, fertility, growth into that soil, and then that can then feed and produce a very uh, rich, uh, healthy crop for that next year. So um, what, what problems are farmers running into shifting from the, the typical or, 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 or what we've gone to traditional farming methods, mass farming, to this method? What's, what's, what are the roadblocks? Uh, the roadblocks are, um, let's see, I'd say the, the most potent thing is our, our minds need to change. And again, I, I know that I'm a city slicker from Venice, California, so I can tell, I can hear farmers scoffing at like, what are you talking about? You don't know nothing about farming. Uh, and on some level, I don't. I've you know, been studying it, but I don't have my real hands in the soil um, in, a, in a long, practical way. But the, the, the first thing is our ability to see the opportunity and change a very ingrained pattern of farming in the way that we've been doing it over the last hundred years. 
Um, well, these farmers have got a lot of money invested into chemicals and big machinery and um, making a little bit of uh, area produce a lot. What's going to be involved for them on a, on a, on a business level, on a one-to-one? Yeah, I mean, that, that's the, the, the story that really is um, empowering and important. And some of our mentors, Gabe Brown and Ray Archuleta, communicate um, their uh, regenerative uh, farming and ranch, ranching trainers. And that is really that we can make uh, more money farming in uh, nature's image. Uh, that we can actually, Gabe Brown says, I like to sign uh, the back of the check, not the front of the check. Um, and that when we can see how much of our um, profit or so much of our money goes to new seed, new chemical, new fertilizer, and when we can see that that is a big part of our expense and we can start to see that the soil can actually um, produce what we need it to produce to grow uh, these uh, these crops. Uh, that's where uh, people start their 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 bubble pops and they see a new possibility. Um, so but, so yeah, where, yeah, where, go did, on. where did you study agriculture? Um, well, uh, my my father's a farmer. Um, I grew up on a farm uh, in upstate New York. And I've been in the organic food business for the last 14 years. Uh, and then about five years ago, I had a, a very transformative moment where I really saw soil as the, the place, the opportunity for how we could change everything um, inside of going beyond sustainability and how we could regenerate our soils through working with nature. And I just went down the rabbit hole of, seeing this as the most important opportunity for humanity to get connected to uh, and specifically to do with climate change and that we have mm, too much carbon in our atmosphere and how are we going to deal with um, over 400 parts per million of carbon in the atmosphere when that's already too much and that's going to fall into the oceans and create ocean acidification and um, you know continue to create very tragic weather events um, and just thinking, well, the solutions that are on the main table are just reduction of burning uh, coal and, you know, alternative energies, you know, for wind and solar and electric cars. Um, but so what, what was, what was that transformative moment for you? What turned it around? Uh, that we could actually work with nature in our agricultural system and draw that carbon back down into our soils. And that that's actually nature's design, and we just have to work in concert with nature to help nature pull that carbon back down and put it into our soils. And that carbon is our enemy in the atmosphere, but it's actually our ally when it's in the ground. Okay, so and, how do we do that? How do you pull that back down? Um, well, that's you, you, you transform the agricultural system to understand uh, the principles of uh, this bigger cycle that we're a part of and that every time we have plants and soil, we're wanting those plants to be pulling carbon down, which they all do pull carbon down and they build themselves with it. But what we didn't understand is that they send 60%, up to 60% of that carbon they pull down and, 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 and capture through photosynthesis and they 
send those into their root systems and then feed the microorganisms in, in the soil. And if, if we keep that soil covered, like by not tilling and by using cover crops and by you know, having animals do what is called planned grazing, uh, where we graze animals on pasture mimicking the natural systems of bison, um, we can actually year after year have an agriculture that's drawing down more and more carbon into the soils because plants do it naturally. We just have to manage the fields and the soil under those plants in a particular way to keep that carbon down in those soils. So this, this sounds like it's great in theory, but do you have any studies or anything going on out there that is proving that it actually works? There's, yeah, there's, uh, since, since I started the nonprofit um, about six years ago, um, there's just been a really remarkable um, explosion of science and really uh, beautiful articles written in very... Oh, well, we'll have to pick up on the articles on the science behind it because that's fascinating after this commercial break. Ryland and I will be back shortly, so don't leave us now. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, sci-fi, and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at SimulTV.com. Do it today. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, 
by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. I'm your host, Gwilda I always love to hear from my listeners. Email me at info at missionevolution.org and suggest a topic or guess that's on your mind. I'm sure we'll all enjoy them. Our guest this hour is Ryland Englehart. His website, kisstheground.com. Ryland, we were just about to get into the studies that have been done on this carbon drawdown idea. Would you mind continuing? Absolutely. Um, a mentor uh, and friend by the name of Paul Hawken, um, who's been an environmental journalist for many years, uh, just wrote um, and edited, uh, it's a collaboration of about 300 PhDs and scientists from around the world, um, doing, uh, creating a, a body of work called Drawdown, um, which the term drawdown refers to uh, the ability for us to draw that excess carbon in the atmosphere down into uh, plants, trees, and back into the soil. Uh, and it shows the uh, very, very well-researched and documented uh, 80 to 100 solutions for how mankind, humankind, can reverse global warming. And I think 11 out of the top 25 solutions uh, are land management solutions, regenerative agricultural solutions. Uh, the, um, the way that we can plant certain species of trees, certain species of cover crops, um, work with certain animals on certain um, grasslands and landscapes, and that in these processes we can year after year draw excess amounts of carbon out of the atmosphere down into the soil. Uh, there's another great project happening in Northern California called the Marin Carbon Project. Uh, John Wick, who has been working on uh, what's possible with uh, drawing down carbon into grasslands um, or savannas and the using of compost. And what they've found is that you can apply a thin layer of compost on uh, rangeland or grassland and that stimulates that those um, grasses um, uh, on that grassland and because of that one application of compost um, it will expedite uh, a rapid growth of photosynthesis and plant activity uh, which shows that for every acre of land uh, one to three metric tons 
uh, of carbon are pulled down out of the atmosphere into the ground and stored safely in that soil. Well, that so it, sounds, it sounds amazing. Have you presented the uh, present administration with these findings? And if so, what did they say? You said, have I presented what? Yeah, has have at the present administration have has the, has this been put before them? Um, not not that not that I've um, been able to do. We we we've presented uh, two or three times for Gavin Newsom, who is our um, local. He's our lieutenant governor in California, hoping to really get his interests peaked. Um, uh, as he likely will become the new governor of California, and obviously California being an environmental um, pioneer state as well. Right, but you're kind of preaching to the choir there. How about senators or congressmen? Uh, you know, it's um, you know, I, I I live in California, so I'm 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 taking every opportunity to go uh, national or global. But I'm mm -hmm. also understanding that uh, to act local is um, is is where I am, and 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 this is where I'm taking the actions right now until I have an opportunity to um, present. To uh, I, mean, I know there are people in D.C. that are working on this um, these initiatives and uh, having our our administration understand the potential of agriculture uh, as it relates to climate change. And a myriad of other benefits, such as uh, water holding capacity um, and uh, nutritional density in our food. So, so have you looked uh, about the FDA? Have they been looking into it, or how about the agriculture agencies? Uh, there's, I mean, there's, there's definitely people in, from, from my understanding, in all the agencies that are aware of these things. Um, there again, there's a lot of you know the farm bill, um, and a lot of the infrastructure that's set up for agriculture currently, and a lot of the crop insurance um, is all tied in with the chemical companies and the current paradigm of agriculture, which does not support this idea of regenerative agriculture. Right. Well, how, how about the farmers? Do they support it? Um, when, when they get it or when they've been brought to their knees of that, their current system's not working. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've talked to quite a few, uh, farmer trainers who have shared the remarkable fulfilling moments of when large, you know, kind of, um, you know, macho or, 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 or men farmers who are very unwilling with their arms crossed willing to listen and then actually receiving and, and, and getting the real potentiality of this and really seeing that there's, you know, we, we've said there's nothing more patriotic than protecting our soil, um, but the opportunity of not protecting our soil from foreigners, but actually protecting our soil so that we can continue to be resilient from generations for generations to come. You know, we force nature to work with us, and in so doing, have lost our ability to align with nature. What impact do you see that having on our overall well-being as individuals and as a planet? Um, say, the, say the question one more time. Mm -hmm. I said, we've um, forced nature to work with us, and in so doing, we've kind of lost our ability to align with nature. What impact do you see that as having on our overall well-being as individuals and as a planet? 
I think that the impact is that we're mostly um, feeling disconnected, lost, and purposeless, um, and just doing the next thing. Uh, and yet most of those things don't have a beneficial impact on ourselves, on our communities, and on our ecological system. Um, and so I think there's a deep sadness and a deep experience of loss and um, confusion and that we're, we find ourselves stumbling, stum stumbling through. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just hopeful that we can wake up to uh, being a, uh, a humanity or a generation that recognizes our interdependence with the living planet and that we can't evolve and technology ourselves away from that inherent law. And, and, and hasn't, you know, hasn't our disconnect actually resulted in the problems that we're facing? We left the circle of life, and so we don't even know what it is anymore. That's right. Yeah, we, because we're so disconnected from nature and of what our actions do to nature, we we can continue to perpetuate it because we're disconnected from the the real impact. So, and, as individuals, what can we do to change this? Um, let's see. The, the the thing that came into my mind before you asked that question was just where we where we are in a in a moment in time around. Uh, our ability to learn and the, the, the ability for information and for our eyes to be open to things probably has never been more opportune. We can, we can see almost everything happening on the planet is being televised. And uh, so I see that we are more and more recognizing what is wrong and can make a new choice. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a, a small example of this is uh, the way that people are recognizing my desire to sip a beverage, a soda pop with a straw that ultimately is used for 15 minutes and then goes into the ecosystem or the ocean and becomes a toxic, you know, um, destroyer for years to come that's, we're, we're no longer becoming ignorant to that. That's becoming, we're becoming awakened and Starbucks is, you know, committing to ending straw use in the next two to three years. Um, that, you know, it, 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 there's, people are, are seeing our water. We have, we have just a few seconds yeah. left together. How do you see making this go global? Because obviously it has to go global. Absolutely. Um, so, I, I, my mission is to um, communicate that we can regenerate and restore our living soil by 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 participating and supporting regenerative agriculture. And so my my request and invitation is to um, really know where your food comes from, and is your food coming from systems that uh, help restore and regenerate the land. Okay, Order. I'm afraid, as always, time has flown and now we're out of it. Rylan, thank you so much for coming on the show and bringing your viewpoints.
thank you so much for hosting me, and it's been a pleasure. Our guest this hour has been Ryland Englehart. Ryland is the Mission Fulfillment Officer and co-owner of Cafe Grande and Gracias, Gracias Madre. He's co-founder of Kiss the Ground nonprofit that educates about the connection between soil, human, and planetary health. His website, kissetheground.com. Remember to join our email family to stay abreast of all the exciting new things we have coming up at missionevolution.org. This has been Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiecka on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Join us next time as the mission continues, bringing information, resources, and support to an evolving world. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like exxon sci-fi and horror we are worldwide no other provider offers that 500 built-in video games no need to have an extra expensive system we have them included free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. 
Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.